Hey friend, welcome back to Her Pursuit Podcast. I am your host, Kaysen Schultz, and I want to welcome you to the third part of New Beginnings. If you are just finding the show for the first time, go to the episode list, scroll to the trailer, check it out, make sure this is going to be a good fit for you, and then you may consider starting with part one and then working your way back around to this episode. But whether this is your first time or you've been a long-time listener, I just have to say, I do not believe that you have found the show by accident. I don't think you're listening right now on accident. I think God has something specific that he wants to show you or remind you of. So I'm really excited for you to uncover what that is today. I'm excited for us to uncover that together. And really quick before we do that, before we get started, if you haven't already rated and reviewed the podcast, this show, would you do that right now? It takes like 30 seconds. If you just scroll all the way down past all the episodes, keep scrolling, 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 you scroll kind of forever, but then you get there and you see the stars, tap on that fifth star to rate the show, and then you click write a review and you just leave a review letting other moms know why you listen each week. Let me know why you listen each week because I love to hear from you. And I would so appreciate it if you would do that. It seriously It means more to me than you know, and it makes more impact for this show than you know. Like it helps other moms be able to see it because it shows them, hey, you might enjoy listening to this. And it recommends the show to other people who are like you and I and who need messages of hope and light just like this one. So like I said, we have kicked off the new year with a brand new series, which is all about learning to rebuild when we find ourselves at ground zero moments. Like if you've ever felt down, if you felt disappointed in life by this current season, maybe that's how you're feeling right now, but you're ready for a fresh start, then you are exactly who I had in mind when I outlined this season and specifically this episode. So today is all about building the foundation because what good is a house? What good is a structure? What good is anything if the foundation is unstable? We all know this from Fixer Upper, right? Like they go in, they rip everything out. They make sure that things are in the proper place, that, you know, the foundation is sturdy and secure. And then they go in and they do all of their renovating, right? The same is true for you and for me. We've got to take note of what we are building our houses on and see if we may need to rework some of the things in the foundation. Maybe we are building our lives on the wrong things, I know I sure have, and I'm sure that you have too. And when we do that, you know, that house, that structure is going to crumble because we have not built our lives on something that is firm. And so as we talk through these passages and examples, when we talk about the foundation of building our houses, you know, I want you to think about your life, your daily choices, your actions, your yeses and your no's, your thoughts, your patterns, everything that you do in a day, because how you live day to day is playing out right before your eyes, and that is essentially your life. And so what are you building your house on? What are you building your life on? That is what we're going to talk about today. And I know that I've said this before, but I want to say it again if this is your first time listening, or maybe it kind of, you didn't, you didn't, it didn't sink in the first time. My goal here, my aim is to honor feelings, honor hard seasons, give you space for all of that, because I think we need that. We need that as women. We need that as moms. But then we are going to recenter our focus onto truth, onto hope and grace. I believe that we can pursue the Lord wholeheartedly right now, even as a tired, busy mama. I believe we can cultivate a relationship with him right now, just as we are not someday when, not someday when the baby sleeps through the night or stops nursing or, you know, your kids go to school or they stop this phase or start this phase. No, because there's the problem with that. And what I finally learned after 
30 something years of living is that there's always going to be something. There's never a convenient time ever. And that is what the enemy is so good at. He's so sneaky in that way. Have you ever noticed that? Like there's never a good time to start a new habit. There's never a good time to get into the word. There's never a good time to pray. There's never a good time for you to get intentional with your life and what you're spending your time on, what you're listening to, what you're watching, how you're living your days, the things you're saying, what you're thinking. And it's a lot at first. And that's why here I'm so passionate about helping you take these baby steps and one by one begin to cultivate that relationship with God right now, just as we are just as we are. And then the other thing that I always encourage you to do is to go directly to the word for yourself. So any of these verses that we read, any of the verses that we talk about, find them in your Bible, find them on your Bible app and ask God, what do you want to say to me, God? What are you saying here? You know, what does he want to say to you about these things? Because our takeaway could be different. He might want to show you something completely different than what I'm pointing out or what I'm saying. And so I always want to encourage you to go to scripture, see for yourself, see what God's saying. What do you think he's saying? And kind of dig into that, wrestle with it. Okay. So ironically enough, and yes, I have kind of become one of those people and I've got quotes going, one of those people. I do this thing where I come up with a word for the year. I know this is only like my third year doing it, but it's been so, so neat and so cool to see how God has kind of like interwoven this word, you know, in different ways and different areas throughout my life throughout the year. And so my word for the year this year is foundation. So this idea, building a foundation has very special meaning to me. It has a special spot in my heart because this is my focus for the year, building the foundation. Because like we said, if we're going to build something, what's the point in building it on a foundation that can easily be wiped out or destroyed? Anything that I build, anything I'm investing my time, my energy into as a busy mom of littles, I want to make sure that the foundation is firm. And I know that you want that same thing for your life too. And if you still aren't convinced that the foundation matters, can we please just think about the childhood classic that we're all familiar with? The story of the three little pigs. Again, I don't know if you're laughing. I kind of laugh thinking about this example. But we see that the foundation matters. What you build your house out of matters. Okay, so how do we do it? How do we build a solid foundation? That's what we're going to talk about today. Settle in because we're about to dive in. Okay, here we go. First, we have to look at the soil. We have to look at the soil. Matthew 13 says this, starting in verse one. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him and he got into a boat and sat down while the whole crowd stood on the shore. Verse three. Then he told them many things in parables saying, consider the sower who went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell along the path and the birds came and devoured them. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it didn't have much soil, and it grew up quickly since the soil wasn't deep. But when the sun came up, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came came up and choked it. Still other seed fell on good ground and produced fruit. Some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty times what was sown. Let anyone who has ears listen. I think he's probably talking to everyone because I'm sure everyone had their ears. Like He's like, anybody with ears, you need to listen to this. So he's basically saying, everyone, this applies to you. This applies to everyone. 
And so from this very popular parable that you have probably heard before in some form or fashion, we have four types of soil, four types of ground that the seeds are being thrown out onto, right? The first one is thrown out along the path. It's a shallow path, right? Because it says that the birds came and devoured them. So that's not going to be, you know, deep soil or any type. It's going to be flat, shallow ground. That's not good soil. You don't want to plant anything on shallow, like shallow ground. The next is rocky, right? Like rocky ground. It didn't have much soil. And so since there wasn't much soil, the sun scorched what was there. You know, it fell on these rocks and it just got scorched by the sun and it had no chance of surviving, no chance of taking root and growing. The next type of ground is the thorny ground, right? The thorns come up and choke it out. Again, it has no possibility for survival. It's not going to take root. It's not going to be able to grow there. And then the fourth kind is good soil. The, the, the seed fell on good ground and it produced fruit. It says some a hundred, some 60, and some 30 times what was sown. That is the kind of soil. That's the kind of ground that we want to begin building things on, right? So we have to look and see, okay, what, what is my heart condition here? Like, what are the things in my life? What am I holding on to? Would I say that, you know, the soil of my soul, I'm totally like kind of just making this up. The soil of my soul is falling on a shallow path. Is everything shallow? Do I not allow anything to penetrate and go deep within? Is it just kind of shallow? Is it rocky? Is there kind of a lot of bumps and all kinds of things in there, just making it hard for that seed to take root? Is it thorny? You know, do I have things like anger, bitterness, jealousy, all of these things just kind of like choking out any kind of seed that God is trying to plant in my heart? Or do I have this good soil that is ready for whatever seed God wants to plant, ready for it to take root? Okay, so we have to examine the soil. We have to examine our hearts. We have to examine just where we're at. And then we have to look at what we are building things on. What are we going to build on? 1 Corinthians 3.1 says, For no one can lay any foundation other than what has already been laid. That foundation is Jesus Christ. And here's the Sunday school answer. Jesus is what we're going to build our lives on, okay? That's that's the goal. We all have that goal. We all know that. We we know that. I just wanted us to look at scripture and again, back up what we're saying here because it's one thing to know it, it's one thing to believe it's true. We need to find it in the Bible and just confirm that, right? It's even as elementary and as simple as something like that seems. That's what I want for us to do this year as we dive in deeper into the word together. So, the foundation is Jesus. There are examples, like so many examples that I was looking at as I was getting ready for this episode that kind of compare, you know, what happens when you don't build your house on a solid foundation? What should you build your house on? What should be the foundation? What should be the cornerstone? There's all all kinds of references to like Christ to be in the solid rock and all of these things. Another thing that I want to read from Luke 6, and this is verse 47 and 48 It says, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. 
It reminds me of the song Firm Foundation. When I put it up on Instagram a couple months ago, y'all went crazy. And it was like so many people responding saying, I love this song. This song is like, it means so much to me. I've got it on repeat. And me too. I've still got it on repeat. My girls know almost every word. We love it. We like jam out to it in the car. It's one of our favorites. I love when we sing it in church. And for me, that song encompasses what this passage is about. It's like the, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. What's the end of the song called? The bridge. The bridge says, rain came and wind blew, but my house was built on you. And this verse says, the flood came and the river crashed against that house and it couldn't shake it because it was well built. So we have right here, like kind of like the house plans, right? We have the direction. Jesus says, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words and acts on them, who does what I say to do, who follows instructions, who does it. He's like a man who built a house, who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. But I think we have to not forget verse 49, which is the very next verse. It says, but the one who hears my words and does not act on them is like a man who built his house on ground without a foundation. The torrent crashed against that house and immediately it fell. And great was it its destruction. That is where you've been. That's where I've been so many times because we've built our houses. We've built foundations. We've tried to on things that don't last, on things that don't truly matter on things that don't hold any eternal weight or any eternal value. I can think of like five things right now. Uh, things like the way that I look, the way that I appear to others, you know, the cars that we drive, the schools that our kids attend, just all of these things, how I show up on social media. We put so much stock, so much effort, so much value into all of these things, which are so shallow, It's so shallow. It does not matter. Those things hold no eternal weight. They have no eternal value in and of themselves, right? Like it doesn't matter. My schooling choices do not determine my eternal future. The way that I look, the way that I appear on social media, however much time I'm spending on there, how many followers I have, how many views I get on this or that, none of that at the end of the day gets me into heaven or keeps me out of heaven. It's certainly not getting me there or getting me any closer. It's a huge distraction. And I'm not saying that it can't be a tool. It can. All of these things are good things in and of themselves. But what's wrong, in my opinion, is when we begin to take those things and we build our foundations on them. We build our lives around how many followers do I have? How many views is this going to get? Or how am I showing up on Sunday at church? How am I showing up to Bible study? Am I putting on enough of a good front? Do I look put together? Am I playing the part? You know, and especially, oh my gosh, especially in motherhood and mom life culture, it is just, it can be ruthless. The comparison, the feelings of like having to keep up and do this and do that and cook this and don't cook that and feed your kids this and, you know, do these things with your kids and these type of activities. And it's the the ways that you can compare yourself are endless. And I'm guilty of it. I won't put you in this category with me, but I think we're all guilty of trying to keep up with so-and-so because we feel like that it's gonna somehow just like give us security or give us worth and give us value. And that's not what the word says. That's not what God says. He says, your life should be built on me, 
who you are in me. And this is what we're going to get into next week. And I'm so excited about it. We're going to be talking about identity. It's something that is, again, near and dear to my heart because, again, I, you know, I've been there, done that, and I still do from time to time. I put so much stock into labeling myself with certain labels and, you know, finding my identity in certain things that, like I said, and like the word says, have no eternal value. There's no depth. There's no, there's nothing to it. There's no eternal significance to it. And this year with my word being, you know, foundation. And as we're walking through this series, I want for you and for me, for us both to take a really close look at what am I building my life on? What am I depending on for my worth? What am I looking to for value, for significance? You know, and let's take a look at that. That That's what this is all about is getting the foundation right because I'm telling you, and you already know this, when things come crashing down because inevitably life is going to continue throwing things, curveballs your way, are you going to be able to stand firm because you built your life on the foundation or are we just going to be taken out? Like it says, you know, the waves crashing and we're just immediately, it's like grave destruction. You know what that feels like. I know what that feels like. But as we grow, as we mature in the Lord and in our walk with Him, I do think that evil in life continues to knock us down. When we've built the foundation, when we've kind of done the work, you know, we can always cling to the fact that we have Jesus. He has to be enough. At the end of the day, He has to be our all in all, our enough. And as someone who struggles with anxiety, I completely get how scary this is. You know, I imagine God, like I imagine these worst case scenarios, like God testing me like Job. And it is scary, right? Because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to come. And you're like, you know, I surrender all, Lord, I'm living my life for you. You are enough. Only you, you know, just complete giving God complete lordship of our lives, which is how it should be. But it's so much easier said than done. But I want that kind of faith. Even though it's insanely scary, I want that kind of faith and that kind of love for the Lord. And I think that you do too. So what does this look like practically? We want to build a firm foundation. We've read the verses. And I know that, I don't know about for you, for me, there's sometimes a disconnect between, okay, like uh, how, like God, is there anywhere in the notes where this is going to kind of tell me what to do now? Like, how does this apply to my life? I don't really know. What what do I do? What do I do? Just tell me what to do. You know, we don't want to get legalistic with it. We don't want to begin striving. You know, we talked about that last week, surrender over striving. So how do we do it? And I think that it comes with daily surrender, just like we talked about last week. I think as we go and as we pray, God is going to teach us. He's going to reveal to us and show us what it looks like for us because it's going to be different for all of us, right? Like he's going to ask us to surrender in different ways, in different areas. He's going to show you things that you need to let go of or, you know, gravitate toward and do more of. That's going to be different for me. It's going to be different from your friend. And actually, when I was getting ready for this outline, I did a quick Google search and I'm like, I mean, if this is already on the internet and it's already there, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. So I found a blog post already written. It's entitled 10 Foundations for Christian Living. And I'm like, that is exactly what we need. Give us the practical, right? Okay, so here are 10 foundations and I'm going to read them out to you. And then I'm going to link this below because I want to give credit where credit is due. As I read through this list. 
please do not try to do all of them at one time. That is not going to work and you're going to end up burned out and you're just going to be like, whatever, give up. I give up. I'm not doing this. It's too frustrating. So the goal here is to listen and let's take like one thing that we can really focus on and try to implement that as a way to build a firm foundation. Okay. Number one is practice love. It is the greatest, most simple commandment But it can also be the hardest, right? It can be hard. Like love sounds so easy, but it can be hard. Okay, number two, repentance. Constant, continual repentance. Number three, following Jesus' commands. Well, that sounds simple. That's a lot easier said than done, but that's number three. Number four, practice meekness and humility. Okay, maybe that's something you need to work on. Take that from the list. Number five, take every thought captive. All the moms with anxiety are like, oh, I need that one. That's me. I'm like, I need this one. Take every thought captive. Number six, live in freedom. Walk in freedom. Again, a very simple concept, but very complex and difficult to actually live out. Number seven, seek God diligently. Diligently. The the author goes on to say, if I want to know, if I want to get to know someone, we have to spend quality time. Like I have to be seeking the Lord, if I want to know him more. Number eight, practice hearing and obeying God's voice. Again, difficult to do, but it's something that we're called to. Number nine, practice the fruit of the spirit. Those are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, (laughs) self-control. Let's take one. Let's like, that's like a subcategory on number nine. You need to, if you're going to take number nine, just choose one of the fruits of the spirit. Uh, And then the last one is live in light of eternity. Again, this concept of living your life in light of eternity. What has eternal value and what does not? What are you going to build your life on that is of eternal significance? Okay. Again, I'm going to link to this article. You can choose one of the things that you want to focus on. But to summarize what we've talked about today, we said in order to build a firm foundation, we have to look at the soil, right? Is it shallow soil, rocky, thorny, or is it good soil? Is it ready? Then we look at what we're building on. What is the actual foundation? And it has to be Jesus. Has to be Jesus. Has to be his word. Okay. And then practically, there were 10 things that we talked about that you can practically live this out. Just choose one. Just choose one. And then you can come back to the article and you can pick another one when you feel like you're ready to kind of add another one on. But what is like foundationally... For me, one of the things that I feel like I overcomplicate so much, but is like so necessary to my faith and my walk with the Lord is just like prayer and listening where it said, you know, that relationship and communication daily or throughout the day. You would be so surprised if you just start to internally like tune in and focus your attention. And I know it's so hard. Like I get it. My kids are little too. I've got three of them. One of them, I'm I'm homeschooling. She's here with me 24 seven. So uh, I get it. But starting to live day in and day out more intentionally and more um, focused on eternity and focused on the Lord. Again, sounds easier said than done, but that little shift in your mindset, that little shift in focus can radically change your life. Radically change your life. I can attest to it. I know many of you listening can attest to it. And so trust that the Lord is going to show up for you. Trust that he is going to be there, that he's going to see you through, that he wants to help you build this, this foundation that is firm. He wants you to build it on him and do that faithfully day in and day out. And I know it's a process. I know it's hard, but we're doing it together. 
you're doing it in community with like thousands of moms. I wish that you all could see each other and and really grasp the gravity of how many of you tune in every single week. Right now when you're listening, imagine there are thousands of other women listening with you. You're not alone in this. You're not. You don't just have me. You have thousands of other women and moms who are walking the same path with you. Tens of thousands of you have listened to the show and it's it's global. It's not just in your area where you live. It's not just in my area where I live. It's not just in our country. This, you know, United States where most of us are, it's global. So let that comfort you along with the fact that God has not left you. He's with you and he is for you and he wants you to build your life on him. I'm so glad that you were with me here today. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that it encouraged you and blessed you. Until next time, keep pursuing the Lord with your whole heart right now, just as you are. I'll talk to you next week, Mama. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, mama.